Hi, this is Mark Sevy with Plot Points Podcast, uh, coming to you from sunny Southern California, or kind of grayish California. I'm here with my good friend and uh, sometimes collaborator, Chris Christopher Styers, who is a novelist of note and um, also a screenwriter, professional screenwriter. Uh, he and I have optioned um, a project in the past. It didn't get made, but we had a great time working on it. How are you today, Chris? I'm doing well. Good. Other than a little chilly, but other than that, I'm fine. Chilly? You have a lot of nerve. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we are post-Thanksgiving uh, a few days ago. This, <clears throat> pardon me, we're post-Thanksgiving. This will drop uh, in a few days, and it'll be then definitely post-Thanksgiving. I hope uh, everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Chris, did you did you uh, eat too much, drink too much, yes. and otherwise yes, pass out? Yes, I was so full I didn't have room for pie. Oh my God! How do, how does that happen? I don't know. Have you, no clue how that happened. I hope they gave you uh, gave you a piece to take home so you could uh, yes. you know participate later in that uh, wonderful absolutely yeah. pumpkin pie yeah yeah yeah, yeah of course. Um, anyway, uh, the just to remind everybody, we are available to leave comments and. Um, you know, good or bad, we 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 welcome them both, either on the website for the podcast, which is plotpoints dot com, or uh, you can call nine nineteen scripts. That's S C R I P T S nine nineteen scripts, and leave a voicemail message. Uh, questions? If you have suggestions, we'd welcome those also. So, Chris, um, what are you doing? Gosh, you know what I want to talk about, Chris. Tell us your well, news. I sold my uh, sequel. Oh, there the you go. Yay! Woo-hoo. I wish I had one of those audi- audience clapping buttons or something like that that I could push here. <laughs> yes, I, uh, they're planning for it to be released uh, next May or June. That's oh, what man. they're shooting for. Wow. And so what's, your, what's the process at this point? For you, anything? Uh, well, they will uh, contact me after the uh, copy editor has gone through it. Mm-hmm. What's the copy and, editor uh, do? Uh, she will look for uh, errors, not only in spelling or grammar, but uh, she will look for places where maybe, you know, I repeated myself. Mm. and she will look for that the story stays consistent okay and, so uh, that's yeah, a lot of that's they, a lot of work huh gosh oh right. they do a lot of work and yeah. the one that i worked with for the original the first 30 in chronicles uh i already got told she's gonna she wants to do the sequel oh man Whoa. she enjoyed so much the first one that she wants to do is she wants to do the second one. Wow. That's quite, that's quite, quite good to hear now. So, yeah. I mean, it's not a surprise to me to hear that your work is so well received, um, yeah. but it must be amazingly gratifying to have not only, not only to you sold that pretty quick. I mean, given the way that how glacial yeah. glacial things can, can move, right? Oh, absolutely. Especially this time of year. Yeah, right, right. That too, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, I've already said that Hollywood is on hiatus, but book publishers and 
and agents and managers are also on hiatus uh, for yeah. the publishing industry. I've heard that too. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Chris. It just it just um, reinforces my good taste in uh, in collaborators. So. <laughs> How'd you like that? I turned that around to make to make me seem like I'm no, I'm kidding. I it just uh no, it but it does. I mean, you know, the the sad thing about this business, uh, in my opinion, is you've been a really good writer for a long time. And yeah, yeah I'm happy that you're finally being recognized for it, but I'm sure you're we're both asking ourselves, why couldn't it have been twenty years ago or ten years ago? Yeah. Or you know, right. it's uh I mean, you know, I'm at that age where even if I sell that that uh, million dollar script um i'm not going to be able to enjoy it like i would have you know when i was when i was younger right. I, you know so i'm gonna have to hire yeah. somebody to enjoy it for me so it's uh, there you go <laughs> so do you have a title for the new book or can you say oh it's thurian chronicles 2 oh yeah I, how about thurian chronicles this time it's sexual or thurian chronicles <laughs> 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 uh yes sell the, the sizzle increase this <laughs> turn up the heat thurian chronicles yep, turn, turn up, up turn the it heat. up yeah turning up the heat there you go <laughs> sell the sizzle not the steak the sizzle would yeah. then didn't i teach you learn you didn't i learn you anything about hollywood come on man <laughs> So here's what's going to be fun. Here's what's going to be the most joy for me is when somebody looks around and says, hey, we got a guy who's writing uh, stuff that's uh, selling in books. Let's, let's make a TV series out of this. So just, remember, just remember your friends when you, when you climb that ladder, Chris. That's all I'm asking. So. Oh, I do. I do. Yeah, no, I know. I'm kidding. All uh, right. Well, congratulations to Chris on his successes. Again, you can find his books uh, pretty much on Amazon. He's got a writer or an author's page on Amazon. He's got a website, yes. ChristopherStyers.com, where you can also yes. get some more information. Um, you can also reach him through PlotPointsPodcast.com or 919 Scripts. You can call and give him a shout-out, say congratulations. If you call, leave us permission to use your voice on the, fo- on the air, and we will put you into the podcast. How about that? <laughs> I just heard from a panic student who's applying to USC uh, film uh, that she needed the uh, letter of recommendation today. Of course, you know, when you're dealing with, and she's, she's young. I mean, when you're dealing with uh, young uh, students, especially they, they tend to forget to do things and then they call you in a panic and then, uh, but she's a, she's a great student. I'm really happy to, uh, to have been asked to write her letter of recommendation. So it's not a problem, but this is, like I said, I'm going my third one. Uh, oh. So that's what I did, uh, been doing. And then uh, working on my Bible for my series. Um, you know, it's funny. It, when I first started, to, I first started work on this in December of last year. Oh. And so it's been a year. And then just recently, they uh, asked for some changes to this is the second Bible they asked for changes, so I'm on my third Bible actually, which is fine because oh. it's a it's a sales sales tool, and they they are going to take the project and hopefully sell it to HBO or Showtime or I don't know even Joe's TV show. I don't care, but um, <laughs> it, it, it's funny because you at the same time it's it's so much work. It's also just such a great opportunity and such a joy uh, that I really don't mind doing it. 
I, I, I don't want this to go out with anything less than the best it could absolutely be because you don't, you just don't get that many chances in Hollywood to make that impression. Um, And once you get known uh, as something, you, it's hard to break that, um, that perception. So anyway, uh, just goes to say, uh, I'm just, I'm thrilled to be working on it. Although I wish the second version had, had been the one that, uh, that they wanted, then we wouldn't have had to wait till January because right now in November and December, there is no Hollywood to speak of there. Everybody's on vacation or planning for vacation or wrapping up whatever they're doing and preparing for 2020. So on the 2020, I'm look, I'm living in the future right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, I had been working on my book proposal, but I had to put that aside for this, uh, this Bible. And uh, so that's pretty much, uh, you know, been my focus for the last couple of weeks. And, and hopefully I'll finish it this week and um, have the holidays to just fret about trying to sell it. So it's always... Uh-huh. It's always, uh, you know, do you, do you read um, Bloom County? Do you read Berkeley Breathed at all? It's been a while. Yeah. He he came up with a great, you, you know, when an artist is on the same wavelength, when they come up with something that's so fundamental to your life, and yet you don't see it that way. But he came up with something called the anxiety closet, where his uh-huh. characters, uh, you know, things come out of the anxiety closet that just drive him crazy uh the the character yeah. i think it's binkley binky or binkley but anyway my my anxiety closet has been full so uh, we'll see how that if that resolves uh-huh. in 2020 um so chris uh, what have you yeah. been watching that's uh that's of interest to our audience well i just finished uh up the third season of Happen Leonard. Oh yeah, right. Okay. And I was sad. Yeah. When me I too. realized there were there wasn't going to be a fourth season. And uh, I finished watching the third season of Spartacus. Oh okay. I've never seen it. And I just finished watching the first three episodes. Of the second season of Stranger Things. Mm. Oh yeah, you're you're behind on Stranger Things. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I and I like that too. I'm 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 late to a lot of shows. Um, and in fact, that segues weighs me into what I'm watching, which is I started to watch American Crime Story on Netflix, which uh-huh. um, is an anthology series. So each each season is different. Um, Different actors, different storylines. Um, the first one was the O.J. Simpson trial, which which I recommend. I, it was really well done, I thought, uh, in, in a sense that they gave you information that I hadn't seen before. And I followed that trial pretty closely. Um, yeah. And the second season is the assassination of uh, Gianni Versace, which, oh, okay. which you know, so <laughs> – I, and, and I, you know, we all saw this. I mean, this was recent. I don't know how long ago it was, but it was pretty recent. What a tragic story, too. Such yeah. a talented man destroyed by such a, you know, mentally disturbed human being. But I had no idea that um, Kunanen was such a uh, a psychopath. He 
Versace was the last, his last victim, but certainly there were, there was, I don't know how many before that. So the guy's a serial killer. I had no idea that that was the case. Yeah. Huh. Um, but that's, it's, uh, it's pretty well done. It's, I watched an episode last night that was just brutal um, about an early killing of his. Uh, it was horrifying. Um, what wow. was horrifying about it was he ends up he ends up um, causing some some a lot of grief in the life of one of his partners. And uh, yeah. anyway, so so I highly recommended. And then the last thing I want to talk about there's a I think it's a new series called The Sinner with uh, okay. Jessica Biel and uh, Bill Pullman. Um, oh. and it's, it's unpo- impossible to turn off, um, because there's a, there's a mystery there that doesn't make a bit of sense. And right. so you, you, it, it opens with some just incredible violence, um, not the very first scene, but certainly as it goes through. So it anyway, uh, the center is uh, I, Jessica Beals listed as an executive producer. I really don't know that much about it, but I recommend that's also on Netflix. And if this is the quality of show that Netflix is going to use um, on the on the way forward, I think they're going to compete effectively in the market, even though a lot of their material is being pulled off into other streaming services. One of the things, I mean, one of the, their big competitors is Disney Plus, but oh, I read a pretty, yes. Yes. A, yeah, I read a pretty startling statistic. Uh, two things: first of all, Disney Plus apparently is not going to have any R-rated material, so that okay. that uh, that may change. But for right now, there's no R-rated material, as far as I know. The second yeah. thing is, and I'm, I'll get the numbers wrong, but the 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 scope of them will be right. Is apparently. Netflix has over 8,000 um, offerings on their on their streaming service. Disney Plus, even with all the wonderful things that have been done at Disney, has only 800. There's 10 times the content at Netflix. Now, some would argue 10 times the content doesn't mean 10 times the quality, but there's a lot. Right. There's a Netflix still controls a lot of media. So, uh, yes, yeah. So even if they lose, you know. A million subscribers. They're still going to have a lot of people. I'm, I'm going to keep my Netflix subscription for as long as I can. I mean, we're all a little bit upset at, at the way that things have been going, but um, all in all, it's still a really very for me. It's one of the better streaming services. So. All right. Um, so uh, the Chris came up with a great topic for today. I hope you got my email that said we're going to do your your idea instead of the one that we came up with last time, which was the snow movies. Did you get that? Yes. Okay. Yes, good. I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, you did. Good. Good. I'm glad you read your emails. Um, yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so uh, the the uh, the the marching orders were to pick out our favorite snow movies or movies that that took place in the snow. I don't really know what a snow movie is, except I think some of yeah. the ones, uh, some of the ones definitely work with that definition. So what'd you come up with, Chris? Okay. <clears throat> well, I'm cheating on the first one I come up with because I couldn't pick between the original and the remake. Both of them are wonderful movies and both of them have things that intrigue me big time. And Wait a minute, let me guess. The Thing. Yes. Yeah, okay. 
I like the 50s version, and I like Carpenters, too. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Okay. So I tied them. Okay. Okay. And then Where Eagles Dare oh, with Eastwood and Richard Burton. Okay. Uh, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Wow. Okay. That they're stuck in that town because yep. of a snowstorm. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right, and that is a wonderful that is a wonderful catch. I got. I get. I, I wish I had thought of it, but I didn't. But go ahead. That's that's great. And uh, then Fargo. Uh, I got Fargo on my list too. Okay, and the last one I have on the list is a simple plan. Yeah, I almost put that on my list too. Um, oh. but these are great. Does it, I, <clears throat> the only one I don't remember that well is where Eagles dare. I, I knew it was Eastwood and was it James Mason also? Uh, no, oh. Richard Burton, Richard. Oh, Burton. And, okay. uh, yeah, it's an Alistair McLean world war two movie. Yeah. I remember that. And, and, uh, but I, it was that the one, well, I get it and the guns of Navarone mixed up all the time. So, uh, okay. No, anyway. this is the one that takes place in a castle up on a mountain and it's during winter. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, um, <clears throat> so the thing was definitely on my list. I picked the second, the carpenter version, although okay. the original one, uh, is certainly a masterpiece and a classic. Um, yep. Another movie, I tended to go to movies where where the snow was a, almost a character, and I think you okay. did too. Um, but for me, Wind River is um, okay. one of the most amazing snow movies I've ever seen because it's yeah. – there's the, – the, the, in fact, the girl – in the beginning, who's running? Not not to give anything away. It's this is not a spoiler. You, you see her at the very beginning. The girl who's yeah. running uh, dies because of the weather, because of the the yeah. not because she's freezing to death, but because of another thing, something else, which is really interesting to me. Yeah, um, I picked an old one too. Smilla's sense of snow, with um, oh god, I'm going to forget the actress now. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, not Julia Binoche. Um, anyway, it's a it's a terrific film, and it has to do with the idea that um, that that the snow has a lot of different meanings for a lot of different people. So it's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Then another one, I one of my favorites is Frozen River uh, with uh, okay. with um, Melissa Leo, and it only takes play can only take place because the river between the United States and Canada is frozen. And so yeah. it's definitely a part of the storyline. And then Fargo is on my list, absolutely. Yep. Um, and then I'm going to give an honorable mention to a TV show called Fortitude, which I've talked about before. Mm-hmm. But Fortitude is yeah. absolutely, you know, it takes place in a remote island in the North Sea. I think it's the North Sea. Uh, might be the Arctic Sea if there is such a thing. But um, incredible story, incredible storylines. Um Certainly, the weather, which I the I don't think the island ever gets above forty five degrees Fahrenheit. So, oh. it, yeah, it's a quite a cold cold weather climb. So, anyway, uh, it's a. I think we're. I, for me, I was surprised by how many um, good snow movies there were. Yeah, I was surprised too. Um, you know, and I figured there'd be a bunch of Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think but, either one of us has Christmas movies in here, right? No, no. no. Yeah. I mean, if I'd thought about it, I probably would have put uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, but I didn't think uh, about it. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a, yeah, definitely a good, uh, the, the problem is there's just so many good dramas that took place in this. Yeah. Show, so, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're going to move on to the profile, my writer's profile this week. Uh, before I do that, let me remind you, this is plot points podcast. Um, you can reach us either through the website. There's a contact form on the website at plotpoints.com. Or there's a telephone number you can call and leave a message, 919 scripts. Um, uh, my profile this week is on a writer that maybe people don't know that much about. She's, she's quite accomplished. I'm sure you'll recognize her work. Uh, Linda Wolverton is a combination of two rarities in Hollywood. One is the female screenwriter, a growing but still underrepresented demographic. And the other, a multi-screenwriting Disney star. Wolverton is a SoCal native, born and educated in Long Beach, earning a master's at Cal State Fullerton in children's theater. If Hollywood wouldn't hire her, she reasoned, she'd just start her own children's theater company, which successfully performed in theaters, malls, and churches in the area, <clears throat> Excuse me, and which also gave a venue to many aspiring young writers, directors, actors, and actresses. While working as a development executive at CBS in children's programming, she also <clears throat> excuse me, she began writing her, her YA novels, Star Wind and Running Before the Wind, which were very well received. Um, YA is young adult, in case I'm using uh, something that people don't understand. Um, this decision to write and publish books would become be one of her better decisions. Tiring of the executive grind, Linda moved into children's television writing. She wrote for animated series Star Wars Ewoks, Dennis the Menace, the Real Ghostbusters, The Berenstein Bears, My Little Pony, and Chippendale Rescue Rangers, but eventually chafed over the restrictions and seemingly dead end. When her agent wouldn't help her get into features, she went to Disney and gave a copy of one of her books to an assistant, telling the assistant to give it to somebody to read. So, of course, that's the way you do it in Hollywood, I guess. You just give your book to somebody and say, give it to somebody to read, because the next thing is Jeffrey Katzenberg, who was Disney's chairman at the time, called her in for an interview two days later. How the hell does that happen? I, it, it's just amazing. Yeah. Um, the rest, as the cliche, cliche goes, is history. Uh, to quote Wikipedia, quote, Wolverton was hired to write the script for D Disney Animation's Beauty and the Beast, thus becoming the first woman to write an animated feature for the studio. From early 1985 to 1988, two different teams of writers had taken a turn at adapting Jean-Marie Le Prince de Beaumont's tale into a feature film, but Wolverton succeeded by incorporating her own ideas into the story, such as making the protagonist a bookaholic. Upon its release in 1991, Beauty and the Beast received universal critical acclaim, becoming the first animated film ever to be nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture and winning the Golden Globe Award for Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Wolverton, it seemed, uh, end quote, Wolverton, it seemed, had tapped into something boiling under the surface of society at the time, which is str strong female leads. They became the norm, especially in Disney animation, and Wolverton was at the forefront of that movement. She was exactly the right person at the right time, and she ran with the muse to create an almost new genre, the quote-unquote strong female lead in animation. 
to directly quote Wolverton on her success and how she achieved it. Quote, a strong female character means somebody who is proactive in their world, who affects their world, who isn't a victim, even victimized by it. Or if they are victimized by it, they take action to change that for themselves, for themselves. They look at the world in interesting ways, maybe another way than the culture does. That makes a strong woman, if she's vocal about it, or even goes about trying to make change without being vocal about it. There are so many interesting ways to describe women besides just strong, even this pure, difficult strength. It's strong-willed, unquote. So Wolverton wrote, I'll give you some of her filmography, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Homeward. I mean, she didn't write Aladdin. She uh, developed the story. Homeward Bound, The Lion King, Mulan, uh, which she was credited with additional story material, Arctic Tale, she did the narration uh, or wrote the narration for that, Alice in Wonderland, Maleficent, Alice Through the Looking Glass, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, which was just released. Um, She also went back to her theatrical roots for Beauty and the Beast. She did the book, The Lion King. She was a production assistant. Ida, book, and Lestat, oddly enough, uh, she did the book. That was in 2005. That was based on one on, on Anne Rice's characters, right? Lestat, Lestat, the vampire? Could, I could be. Okay. No, I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know. So in television, she wrote Berenstein Bears, Wildfire, Star Wars, My Little Pony, Dennis the Menace, Popples, The Real Ghostbusters, Teen Wolf, um, Garbage Pail Kids, CBS Story Break, The Adventures of Raggedy Ann and Andy, Chippendale, Clan of Cave Bear, etc., etc. She wrote 65 episodes uh, for Dennis the Menace, which is probably her biggest uh, chunk of writing. But my God, this woman is just tremendously accomplished. She, she has is to be writing at, 24-7. Yeah, pretty much. Well, plus she was doing her other stuff too. So. Yes. So uh, Linda Wolverton is still active uh, in the business. She's uh, in pre-production with a film called Split, which um, is not, I don't think, it's not the one, wasn't there a movie called Split just recently with um, about the serial killer? Um, anyway, or the killer. Anyway, that's not that split. It's a it's an animation feature. So quite an accomplished uh, writer, male or female, but even more impressive that she's a woman in Hollywood that, that tends to reward, uh, you know, male writers more than female writers. So quite, quite accomplished. Um, anyway, that was Linda Wolverton. We are Plot Points Podcast. And um, at this point, I'm going to say goodbye to Chris, and we're going to head off into our individual lives on, on a Sunday morning here in Southern California. Please uh, reach out to us for any comments or commentary or questions. Uh, we, we, we do tend to uh, answer questions on, on the air, and I'm not going to add one today because we're already into past our 20 minutes. But I do appreciate my friend Chris Styers, who you can find his work at ChristopherStyers.com. You can find it on Amazon, on Barnes & Noble. All right, for uh, Christopher Styers and myself, uh, we wish you a a great uh, weekend after Thanksgiving and uh, into the holidays. And as always, be inspired, do good work. (laughs) 